What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hey there, welcome back. I am a little bit sick again, (laughs) and that's okay. We're going to roll with it. So today's episode is about control, both feeling in control and what the opposite looks like. So I'm going to share with you today what feeling in control and out of control looks like. And then I'm going to teach you how to feel in control on demand. Because control is a perspective. But when we choose to look for it, it actually tells our brain what to find, right? I want you to picture when you buy a new vehicle, your brain sees it. And that same thing you can do with the feeling of control. So let's start with looking at what the opposite of feeling in control is. A few names we might give that experience is feeling out of control, being at the effect of other people or things, right? People being our children, our partners, our families, things being the economy, who the president is, the the price of gas or insurance, right? At the effect of, at the effect of when people book a consult, at the effect of people having money or not to hire you, might also be called feeling powerless or victim, right? Like feeling like the victim of the situation. And what feeling out of control very tangibly looks like in your business is having people booking consults, but you being confused about how it's happening and how to recreate it. It's bottoming out in negative emotions, right? Like that swing, that up and down of emotions, but having no idea what's causing it or when it's going to happen or how to function inside of it until it goes away. Another way that looking like feeling out of control looks like is doing all of the stuff, but still not getting a different result, right? Like you're doing the same things you're always doing, but the results are inconsistent. Feeling out of control might look like your mentor telling you how to do something in your business or telling you specifically to do something in a certain way. But for you, for that to feel icky, so you don't do it. And instead, right, you spin and you second guess. Another way that feeling out of control in your business might look like is wanting to spend more time with your family, but also wanting to invest time into your business so that it grows. It might look like you deciding ahead of time to work on something in a specific time frame, But then when that time comes, not feeling like it. And so the creation goes really slowly, if at all. 
and then being frustrated with yourself that it didn't get done, right? You felt out of control of getting it done. Or maybe it might look like choosing what you're going to charge, right, in your package and then broke people telling you that it costs too much. And so you start second guessing, am I charging too much? Maybe I can't really get this, right? That's what feeling out of control is going to look like. But how we feel is in our control, right? There are things that we're in control of and there are things we're not in control of, but it's always up to us. True control and power come from our mind. It comes from our mind. And realizing the categories of control. So the two categories of control are things you can control and things you can't control. And so under the category of things we can control, the reason that it's so important to just decide that you can control everything, (laughs) that's my thought, you guys. I can control everything. And I have a really great reasoning for it too. (laughs) So example one, I can control everything. I can control the weather. How, Elizabeth, can you control the weather? One sane person might ask me. (laughs) And I would say, because I can control where I live, right? I live in Indiana. People often complain that it's cold and that there's snow and there's pollen or allergy things. I don't know, right? People complain. They feel out of control. But I control where I live. I decide to live in Indiana. I am in control of the weather. If I wanted different weather, I would move somewhere else. If I lived in the country and I didn't like how windy it was, I'm in control of the wind because I can build, build, (laughs) I can plant (laughs) trees. I can plant trees that catch the wind and minimize it. I control the weather. Now, notice how powerful this sounds and feels, right? I can be at the effect of the weather, like, oh, yeah, it's happening to me. I'm the victim of it. And it will feel so awful. Or I can decide all the ways I am in control. So there's two things, you guys. There's the stuff you're in control of and there's the stuff you're not. But when we focus on the things that we are in control of, especially in our business, you guys, you act like we all do, right? I'm going to say this like it's all you. (laughs) No, it's me too. We, as a human population growing businesses, pretend like things are happening to us. We have these conversations with ourselves, like it's just the facts. And we forget everything we're in control of. But when we focus our minds very specifically on what we are in control of, our brain will go find evidence that we're in control right? This is no different than choosing to find yellow cars and seeing them. You choose to find how you're in control. Okay, so what are all the things you're in control of? Because obviously I made a list. (laughs) So you are in control of your thoughts. You're in control of your thoughts about your business, 
Your business isn't the story your brain is telling you, right? Sometimes the story my client's brain is telling them is, it's not as far along as I want it to be. It could be doing better. Like seriously, it doesn't matter how good their business is doing. Their brain will still give them this crap, right? You get to choose. You are in control of how you think about your business. You are in control of how you think about your clients, You are in control of how you think about yourself. You're in control of how you think about consults, how you think about money, how you think about what you sell. You're in control of choosing to believe that your goals are possible. You're in control of visualizing them as done. You're in control of who you think about most, right? Our default as humans is to think about ourselves, our goals, what we want, what we're going through. But as entrepreneurs, in order for us to create the results we want, we have to learn to think about other people. We have to learn to serve, to spend more time thinking about our clients and our future clients and how we can help them get the results they want quicker, faster, better, whatever, and less about ourselves. You are in control of remembering why you're a coach. You're in control of remembering the impact of the work you do with clients, right? You notice all of these things you're in control of with your thoughts, but on default, your mind is gonna keep thinking the same stuff. You're in control of catching all of that default thoughts and thinking. And seeing it and realizing that it's not the facts, that they're thoughts, right? That awareness is in your control to have as soon as you want it. By asking yourself questions, by hiring a coach, by doing my daily work, I don't know, whatever it is you want to do, right? But your thoughts are in your control. The thoughts you're thinking on purpose and the thoughts you're thinking just on default, Something else that's in your control are your feelings. So most people don't think that they're in control of their feelings. As a society, we are taught that we are making mommy or daddy feel something, but we're not, right? Where feelings come from are our thoughts. And so when you experience a feeling in your body, most people don't know to stop and ask themselves, how am I creating this? What am I thinking right now? And instead, our brain automatically attributes it to something else. And so your feelings are in your control when you learn to make that connection that you're the person creating them. The best example of this, my, my daughter recently, uh, so we, she just got her driver's license uh, the beginning of February. She's been driving for like three weeks now. We had a bout of snow and she got in her first accident Um, She slid off a road in a neighborhood, thankfully, and like, you know, like hit a wooden, it's not a wagon, it's a trailer, a wooden trailer just in these people's yard. And so she was worried that I was going to be angry and right, like her dad was kind of grumpy about it and right, like somebody might be, but somebody who is angry at their kid, right? So we'll just do the imaginary world that I was angry at my kid for putting the dent in the car, right? Like often what the 
the person, right? My kid might think is, my mom's angry at me because I put a dent in the car. But that would never be true. What would be true is that I'm angry because I might be thinking the thought, she doesn't care about the car, she's being careless, she like doesn't value it because she didn't pay for it, right? Do you see how tricky that gets? Like, I think I'm angry because she got in a car accident, but really I'm angry because of my own thoughts. It might be you're struggling with technology and you're like, I am so frustrated trying to set up this email system, but you're not frustrated because you're trying to set up an email system. You're frustrated because you're thinking the thought, I'm never going to figure this out. This is awful. I don't want to do this right? And the more you can connect, the more you can catch the part where your mind thinks the feelings are something else or attached to something else or somebody else, the more powerful you become because it's all in your control, right? Nobody can make you get really angry because your high of emotion, your anger isn't being caused by them. But when we think that they cause our anger, we fear getting angry and going out of control or whatever because we don't yet know that we are creating the emotion. What else is in your control, right? Thoughts are in your control. Feelings are in your control. What you do and don't do is in your control. It's the most obvious one. And I think it's the one people focus on the most um, because when my clients come to me, they're they're just all about what else can I do? Oh, if this isn't, if doing these 15 things isn't working, their brain says, I must need to do more. I better go do these 15 things better, faster, more, and add five or 10 more things. And it's true, right? Like you can control what you do. And that's where most people go to find control is the doing And that's why I want to make sure to introduce all of these other things, because these are the variables that people don't think of when it comes to control that actually make the difference. So you're in control of what you think. You're in control of what you feel. You're in control of what you do and don't do. You're in control of your results. Now, you might not feel this way, right? When you're in the middle of trying to create a result and you're like, it's not happening. I don't know what's wrong. But the reality is, is you're in control of your commitment to go after the desired result until you get it. You are in control of never stopping. You are in control of trusting yourself that you're just, you're going to figure it out, right? That you figure this stuff out, that that's the kind of person you are, right? You're in control of being the coach that your best client would want to hire, right? What does that look like? Using your own tools, like constantly being transforming, um, investing in coaching for yourself maybe, right? But thinking about them and how valuable your work is, making your your work and your process even better, right? Being the coach your clients would want to hire, So you're in control of your thoughts, you're in control of your feelings, you're in control of what you do and don't do. You're in control of never giving up and creating the results. You're in control of being the kind of coach your person would want to hire. You're also in control of the questions you ask yourself. In coaching, questions are one of the most powerful things that we ask. 
because it's not enough, right? Like when I coached, coached, quote unquote, from the strategy end, what that coaching looked like was me telling somebody what to do. Me saying, okay, great. You need to have these pieces of a funnel and this is how it's going to work. This is what you need to do. Go create it. And then they would struggle and they, they wouldn't understand why they were struggling and it would be hard, right? Because I was telling them what to do, but their own mind hadn't wrapped around it. You are in control of the questions that you ask yourself. Because when we ask ourselves questions, when we are asked questions, it reveals ourself to us. It gives you the answers that you already have. And it gives you access to them. And so they might be questions like, what does my perfect client need to hear from me? What one thought or belief is keeping me stuck and slowing me down right now? Right? It could be any number of thoughts. It could be about your person or it could be about yourself and your growth. But you're in control of asking yourself questions to reveal your mind to you. Your brain always wants to give answers. It's just waiting for you to ask. Okay, so the more time you spend focusing on what you can control and even believing I'm in control because I'm in control of all of these things, the more your mind will find evidence for it. Now, there is the flip side, right? There's the things we can't control. And I'm not going to be some like extremist who's like, obviously we can control everything, although I kind of am. (laughs) But there are things, right? Like I can't actually control the weather. I can't control if it rains today in Indiana or not, which it has been. I can't control, I was going to say my hair when it rains, but I kind of can, right? Do you see how optimistic I am? I'm like, no, I influence that, right? How can I control my hair? Well, days I know it's going to rain, I can look and see that it's going to rain. I can choose to have curly hair instead of straight. And then I could use an umbrella, Because every girl who has curly hair, who straightens it, knows that rainy days mean your hair that you just spent time straightening is suddenly going to be frizzy because all the curls want to come back, right? So I am in control of that, but I can't technically control the weather. I can't control if it rains. I can't control if it snows. None of that. You can't control. You can't control the weather. I was talking about me, but we'll talk back to you. (laughs) You can't control what other people do or say. It's just it's just the reality. We can't control it. Um, you can't control things that are already done, right? You can't control if your partner cheated on you 12 years ago. You can't control if the neighbor starts a daycare after you move in. <laughs> yeah, true story. You can't control lots of things, right? Things that are already done, you can't control. You can't control sickness. So there are going to be things you can't control. But inside of things we can't control, we still have control. And this is the beauty of it, you guys. When you see how there are things you can control, and then there are things you can't control, and then you realize that even the things you can't control, you still have control of, you get ultimate power. So now you might be asking, but Elizabeth, if I can't control it, how am I actually in control? Because you control how you think. 
You control how you feel. You control what you do or don't do. You control never stopping, right? So when something like somebody says something, right? So maybe it's on a consult and the person says, um, oh my gosh, who do you think you are to charge that much? That's ridiculous. One of my one of my mastermind sisters, she actually had somebody tell her, who do you think you are for charging that much? Um, like justify this. And then she went on to Yelp and left a review and was like, she's being dishonest. I don't know. It was all very crazy to read, right? So if that were to happen, <laughs> you can't control that the other person said those words or asked that question or posted it on Yelp, although I think you can delete your account or whatever. But what you can control is what you choose to think about what that person said. And so your default thought might be, oh my gosh, she's crazy. What's happening here? <laughs> or no, she's wrong. What's happening? Right? Like, like your first thought might be defensive or fearful or um, uncomfortable. And then as you decide intentionally, ah, you might have the thought, you know what? She gets to think anything she wants. That's her opinion. One person's opinion doesn't set my rates. Lots of people pay this. This is what I choose to charge, right? So we don't get to control what other people do or what they say, but we get to control how we think about it, how we feel about it. And this doesn't mean we're always going to want to feel positive and happy, right? Sometimes that's what we do. We're like, how can we get to happy? But if you, one of my clients today was saying that she had two consults and they both said yes, and then they both said no in the same day. And so she can't control it now, right? It's done. But what she can control is what she thinks about two people saying no. She might want to feel disappointed and sad right like disappointed and sad because she thought that she was going to work with them and she's not disappointed and sad maybe for them for the work that they were going to do with her the the results they were going to create the 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 things they were going to do together that they now aren't going to get right they aren't going to learn how to do it and they're going to stay stuck in the thing they're in so You might want to feel sad and disappointed, but where it gets a little bit, right, like iffy is that there's other things you might want to think too. And so when two people say no to working with you, you might feel sad and disappointed, but you might also feel curious. You might feel anticipation. Why? Why would that possibly be true? (laughs) Because when you get out of the default thinking, You have access to other thoughts like, oh, that's two more consults than I had before. I'm getting better and better at this. Okay, I can learn from myself. I can figure out what I would do differently. I can make a couple of tweaks. Yeah, right? Like you start to think about two consults that said no differently than just the very default. That's what you have control over. Because at some point, a client is going to quit. And you can influence that in lots of ways before it happens. But once it happens, right, we might put this in the category of things we can't control. The client quit. 
but you are still in control of how you experience the situation. You can be shocked. You can be upset. You can, um, you can feel offended or embarrassed or indignant. You can be unprepared financially or you can expect it, right? Maybe not that person in particular, but right? Like you can expect that when you run a business, things happen and you can decide that it's sad and unexpected and you can have prepared for the unexpected, quote unquote, right? Because if it's really unexpected, you can still prepare for that and you can decide that it's just the new neutral circumstance, It's the new thing that happened that you get to decide how you think about it. You can decide that it was always going to happen. And you can decide that there are more people who are perfect to work with, right? But they're both inside of them. One of them leaves leaves us feeling that that low of emotions because we don't feel in control. And the other one allows you to think about it from a very systematic way, have even planned for it. And to approach the whole thing differently. Another thing that might happen, right, that might feel out of control is a tax bill. And, right, like you can influence it by being prepared ahead of time. You can set aside money every month. You can set aside way more money to cover just in case. But once it happens, once you once you find out, oh my gosh, I need to pay more money for taxes, then you want to think about the data of the situation. I owe X amount of money. It's due X date. I don't have to pay it. I want to pay it. (laughs) I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to worry about what happens when you don't pay your bills. I don't want to worry. I have options for paying this, right? And think about your options. Some people are like, no, I have no options. Like, no, no, we have options. We could sell something, we could get a loan, we can make more money, right? Like we have options, but part of it's like, right, the control comes in. What are my options? And then another thought I have is like, this was the price that I always had to pay to learn to manage the money in my business at a higher level. You are always in control. And when you're not, you're still in control. Isn't that the best news of all? And the number one reason you're not going to hit your goals is because you aren't seeing how you are in control. Instead, you're unintentionally focusing on all the ways you're not. And our brains, just like looking for that yellow car, is going to look for whatever we tell it to look for. You're going to tell it I'm in control and it's going to go out and see it. Or you're going to tell it I'm not in control and it's going to go out and find all the ways you're not. So my friends, I would encourage you this week, just decide you're in control. Decide that even the things you're not in control of, you're in control of. And see how it changes and impacts your business. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.
you next time. Bye.